0: Gather round, take a seat, relax. It's the Fabringen with Rabbi Levi Afton, right here on 101.9 Chai FM. This is 101.9 Chai FM. My name is Rabbi Levi Afton. It's a pleasure to be here with you on the 15th of on the 31st of October, this Tuesday afternoon. We'll be off next Two weeks live out of town, but for now, here we are, and lots lots on our mind, lots to talk about. The last three and a half weeks have brought up lots of emotions to lots of people, especially within our community. It's evoked a lot of emotions, pain, sadness, shock, grief disappointment, anger, and many other emotions, and many other experiences. And I want to address those emotions. Obviously, emotions are emotions, and each one's valid, and each one needs to be experienced. On the other hand, we are the drivers of our emotions, rather than our emotions driving us. And it's time like this that we have to really question, not judge, but question our emotions and ask ourselves, am I reacting the way I want to react? Am I proud of the way I'm reacting? Is this what I need? Is this what I want? Is this where I'm at? One of the strongest emotions that's come out from the beginning but especially in recent days is fear and almost like a sibling to fear standing right next to it is victimhood right many of us are looking at ourselves and we're suddenly feeling so misunderstood by the world we're feeling so judged by the world the people that we thought were our friends, our student, you know our classmates in university, our colleagues at work, our social media buddies. Many of them have shown up to be not the kind of people we want to hang around with anymore. their judgments, opinions, preaching, their lack of nuance in their worldview. They're choosing the wrong moral side, and there is a wrong moral side. That shocked us. And there's been many reactions to that. And one of the reactions has been victimhood, a lot of self-pity. And I'm questioning that. I understand it. But um, I'm not sure I like this victimhood competition about who's the bigger victim. And often I see even in social media, it's becoming 1400 dead and 200 captives versus those killed in Gaza. Who's the bigger victim? But they be, but they tortured us, but they didn't torture here, but it's intentional, but it's not intentional. And I feel like the argument's going nowhere. First of all, you never win an argument with somebody who doesn't have moral clarity, but, but I'm not even talking about winning the argument with them. I'm winning, talking about winning the argument in our own heads. When it becomes a discussion about who's the bigger victim, we've lost the debate. I am not a victim. I refuse to see myself as a victim. Jewish people are not victims. Yes, we've been through a lot throughout our history. I know everyone's bringing up the Holocaust, but uh, there was a lot before, a lot after the Holocaust. Our history is much longer than 1939. 1939. We've been through a lot. And by the way, as a total side point, I would encourage us all to know our history a bit more, to appreciate how amazing it is that we're still alive. But we've been through a lot. So now, at this moment, I mustn't look at the world and feel sorry for myself about what they say. Disappointed in my so-called friends who are letting me down, because I don't care. I really don't care. I know enough history to know that this was expected. Not for a moment did I think after the attack of October seventh anything would change. Antisemitism is in many people's blood. It's a virus but I'm not here to talk about the anti-Semites they'll have to judge themselves and God will judge them I'm here to talk about ourselves us the Jewish community and our friends stop feeling like a victim I have nothing to apologize for we have nothing to defend we don't have to justify our morality to the world The world doesn't deserve any answers from us. I find it infuriating, mind-boggling, when the world comes to the Jewish state, to the Jewish people, and starts preaching to them about morality. We taught you morality. How dare you? We brought morality to the world. We stood at the foot of Sinai thirty three hundred years ago. We heard the words I am God your God. You shall not kill. You shall not kidnap actually. Many people translate Lotignov, do not steal, but actually the commentaries explain do not kidnap. Do not lie. Do not covet that which is yours which isn't yours. We stood outside and I heard those messages from God. And that was after hundreds of years of developing our own moral code, starting with Avram and Sarah and their children and grandchildren. And we taught the world that there's such a thing called right and wrong. We taught the world human rights. Something that humanity would not have figured out by itself necessarily. Because you only believe in human rights if you believe that the human being is created in the image of God. So I'm not going to cry about the hypocrisy of countries who are human right abusers preaching to Israel. Because it's not only them. It's to even Western democracies, to any country. Or to any social media self-righteous brat who comes and sits there preaching to the Jewish community about proportionality and right and wrong and you don't have a right to defend yourselves and what about the babies in Gaza of course we care about the babies in Gaza that's why we're removing Hamas so that Hamas never hurts another baby in Gaza but again that's not the point How dare you come preach to us? Like the chutzpah of the world. And I'm not angry at the world. Because people are idiots. People are fools. But I'm looking at myself and saying, why do I feel, why do we as a community feel the need to go on the defensive? Friends, we have nothing That we need to be on the defensive over. We are on the right side. And the world could jump up and down those hypocrites. And they could preach to us about morality. But I don't care. Not because I'm not moral, but because you've shown up to the party? You're coming and teaching to me about morality? The student is coming to the teacher? How dare you? This is the Fabringen with Rabbi Levi Avtson on 101.9 High FM. This is 101.9 High FM. My name is Rabbi Levi Avtson. I wanna see us all be brave. You know when you have a child who gets pushed around in the playground? I'm not gonna talk about bullying. I'll talk about kids being kids, okay? You know, I believe bullying's is a, a certain level of harassment. But let's say your kid, you know, the typical harassment and teasing that happens with kids. Your kid comes home and says, they're making fun of me. They're mean to me. Now, obviously, you make sure that it's not serious harassment, and you realize that it's not. So now you have two options. One option is call the school and scream and... Tell your child that they're all evil kids. Or you try to develop within your child, try to teach them how to stand up for themselves. How to steer down the teasers. How to make their own space. How to not be seen as weak. Because bullies like weakness. And yes, bullies need to be dealt with. But the victim of the bully also needs to make sure that their door is not open for harassment. So I feel like in the last few weeks we've spent a lot of time talking about the bullies, the hypocrites, the cowards, anti-Semites, the haters. I'm not going to change them on the most part. Education's important, but on the most part, I'm not changing the people who've made up their mind and convinced themselves that they, they see things clearly. But what I could do is talk to myself and to my community and to my friends and make sure we don't become that cow- the cow, the fearful coward in the corner. We have nothing to be afraid of, friends. Oh yes, the anti-Semites are threatening. I'm not stupid. I'm not oblivious. But I'm like that kid in the playground. I am not walking in, giving in any way a signal that I'm afraid. Because I'm not. I'm afraid of you. For what? You're just a coward. I have God on my side. I have moral clarity on my side. I know I am on the right side. Not I know because I'm a close-minded bigot, but because I have enough moral education, because I have three and a half thousand years behind me, that taught me to see the difference between right and wrong, between goodness and evil, between civilization and barbarism. I know the difference. So I am going to be afraid of supporters of the barbarians. Why? Because they're scary? Because they're strong? That's not real strength. Violence isn't strength. Violence is weakness. Violence is cowardice. We're living in a key moment in our history. It's a very teachable moment. The war will end. I know it will end. Please God, Hamas will be destroyed. All our captives will be back. And Israel will be secure. The war will be in, will end. But we will all have to look back at ourselves and say, how did we behave during this time? When antisemitism raised its ugly, cowardice head, what did we do? Did we take our mezuzahs off our door, heaven forbid? Did we hide our yamis and our muggin dovets? Did we move out of the Jewish area? Did we make believe as if we don't exist j- just till it passes? Or did we stare down the bully? Did we... F- Dig deep and realize that we have nothing to be afraid of. God's on our side. Hashem Imadi, God's with me. God's on the side of justice and morality. And after three and a half thousand years of teaching the world of morality, I will not listen to the world preach to me and I will not be afraid of a world that condemns me. Oh my gosh, did you see what they did in the UN? I don't care. I actually don't care. Why should I care? Why should I care about world opinion? We were always a small nation. And we've survived longer than any other nation. Not because we cared about other people's opinion. But because we stayed true to ourself. And we never let fear take us over. And therefore we survived nations much stronger, physically stronger than us. Much more powerful than us. Empires came and went. But here we are, as Mark Twain wrote, right? I'm paraphrasing. The Romans came, the Greeks, the Persians, Babylonians, the Ottomans, etc., etc. And yet, who stays? Who stands today? The Jewish people. Why? Because we always knew morality. We always knew what was important, and when the world screamed at us and told us that we're, they don't like us, when they accused us of blood libels, when they try to massacre us, we never lost our nerve. Friends, don't lose your nerve. Not now. Not ever. To who? To a bunch of cowards who support baby killers? Really? Those are the people that are going to bring fear into your heart? We have deep genes. Each and every one of us. We we all have grandparents or great-grandparents or great-great-grandparents that suffered real, real hatred. And not for a moment did they give in. My own grandparents have lost everything in the war, each one of them, in World War II and communist Russia. But not for a moment did they fear the world. Not for a moment did they even give up on the world. I've mentioned it before, but I think it's worth reiterating now. I come from a very large family, very large family. Each of my grandparents had more than 10 kids. My father's parents had 15 kids. My mother's parents had 14 kids. And that was after they all lost loved ones in the Holocaust. One of my grandparents lost every single family member, father, mother, sister, brother, and and nephews, his entire immediate family in the war. And then got stuck in Soviet Russia for another 20 years after the war and wasn't allowed to practice Judaism but still did it anyway because he was never afraid. Obviously, he had the emotion of fear. We all have fear. We all have emotions. But he was bigger than his fear. He was braver than his fear. And so are we. We are braver than our fear. Yes. Nothing wrong going into the room and crying yourself for a few minutes or feeling the emotions. But then what happens? Do I let the fear dictate to me? Do I let my fear allow me to sit there saying I have what to be embarrassed? No, I don't want anyone to know I'm Jewish. Why? Why should I be ashamed of my Judaism? The fact that people hate me, that's their problem. I'm not saying be reckless, but I will not hide who I am. I will not give the cowards that victory because then they won. Even if I don't, if I walk out uninjured, if I have to hide my identity, if I cannot be true to myself, if I cannot live as a proud Jew, In this beautiful democracy. And they won without lifting a finger. And I will not give them another victory. They took already too much. What happened on October 7th was too much. You've taken too much from me. I'm not giving you another inch. Us living here in South Africa were blessed. We still live in a democracy. It's not a perfect democracy. Nowhere on earth is, but we're still protected and we still have rights. And yes, Rabbi, I could hear the the, the messages coming through. But we have to be safe. Yes, we have to be cautious. But at what? How much? Do I rather be a hundred percent safe, but lose my soul and my character in it? Or do I want to live my character more than all? This is a test of our character. And to all those of us who are on social media, I'm not, thank God, I I don't really spend a lot of time on social media. Not healthy for me, but to each their own. All those on social media who are just posting the statuses and like the feeling sorry and the world hates us, stop the defensiveness, friends. Three and a half weeks later, they won't understand. And you don't, Owe them an apology. A, a person who cannot see right from wrong the last three and a half weeks is a moral fool. And you owe them nothing. Because anybody who has an ounce of moral clarity, an ounce, sees things for what they are. Don't be on the defensive. Fly. Be proud of who you are. If you didn't walk with a yami till now, walk with a yarmulke on your head. If you didn't wear your mug and david around your neck, wear your mug and david around your neck. If you didn't have a mezuzah on your front door, put a mezuzah on your front door, and for that matter, every door. You didn't wear tefillin while you went on a plane because you didn't want people to see, put on tefillin while you're on the plane. Let everyone see. I am proud of who I am. We are proud of who we are. We have nothing to defend. We have nothing to apologize for. Oh, so this media doesn't like us? Boo-hoo. They never did and they never will and I don't care. Moral cowards? I don't need you to like me. It's your loss. You're lost that you're not on the right side of history. I just want us all, my message today really is, walk with your head held high, with your back straight, with your Yiddishkeit in full view, you have nothing to be ashamed of. Shame on them, not shame on you. This is the Fabringen with Rabbi Levi Avtson on 101.9 High FM. This is 101.9 High FM. My name is Rabbi Levi Aftson, and today we're talking about being brave, being like Avram Avinu, the first Jew. First Hebrew. The word Hebrew in, in, as not Hebrew the language, but Hebrew the, the nationality, the family. In Hebrew is Ivry. And the word Ivry can translate as Me'ever, the other side. We started off as a nation by being on the other side. Everyone stood on one side, and Avram stood on the other side. And they threw him into a fire, into a furnace, and he survived. And he traveled to Israel, and then he's forced down into Egypt. And then he's fighting four kings. You could see the Parsha last week and the Parsha this week. It's all about Avram's story and his wife Sarah and their children, their child, but he had another child with another woman. And he was a person together with his family that stood on the other side. And everyone was screaming, you don't know what you're talking about. You're saying that God exists and you cannot see him? Look at this idol. We could see him, we could touch him. He's real. What God you cannot see? What rubbish is that? But he knew. And his grandchildren knew. And their families. And they went down to Egypt and they were persecuted in Egypt for decades. And they still knew who they are. Then they were stood at the foot of Sinai. And the Talmud tells us that the word Sinai is the same word or similar root as the word sinah, hatred. That at that moment that we stood at the mountain and God shows us as his people, at that moment, yarda sinah La'Ilam, hatred was brought into this world. Antisemitism entered the world the moment God shows us to be his nation. anti Antisemites could try to explain why they hate you, but often they actually don't have a reason. They just know the Jew's different. And it drives them crazy. Instead of working with the Jew, like it said in last week's Parsha, if you bless the children of Avram, you're blessed. The world can gain so much from working with the Jew, from loving the Jew, from being with the Jew, supporting the Jew. Not only does the Jew gain, they gain. And some people do and we, we are so appreciative of those people who take that verse literally and bless us. But to those who curse us and cannot overcome that feeling of difference and feel that they can somehow solve the Jewish problem, cowards. Do they not study history? As Terrible as October 7th was and it was horrible. Did the haters not realize that by hurting us that badly, they brought the Jewish nation back together? We were tearing each other apart, specifically in Israel. They brought us together. What don't these anti-Semites understand? You fight us. You unite us. You prick at us and we develop a deeper resolve and we regain our sense of purpose. We remember who we are and why we are. Jewish identity has blossomed in the last few weeks. Jewish pride. So much more clarity in the hearts of so many good people who suddenly realized, oh boy, this is who I am. So to any haters listening out there today, you really don't understand us. The more you fight us, the more you build our resolve. Because we're not cowards. Cowards, if you fight them, they, they, they weaken and break. But that's not what we are. We have God within us. We have moral clarity. We have right and wrong. And when you push us, just like in the gym, we come out much stronger. We are a stronger nation now than we were a month ago. Much stronger. and we have nothing to apologize for and we have nothing to defend a world that did not bomb one railroad to Auschwitz will never for all eternity have right to talk to us about morality a world that studied from us about the Ten Commandments and learned about human rights and human dignity will never be able to preach us about morality. I mean, they can if they want to, but I'm not listening. And I never will. This is 101.9 Chai FM. This is the Fabringen with Rabbi Levi Avtson on 101.9 Chai FM. Add light. Add light. The best thing we could do in a world that seems to enter moral darkness... Is add light. And not by screaming at them in social media and naming and shaming. But by adding light in our lives. Study more Torah. Light Shabbos candles. Do chesed. Do acts of kindness. Put on tefillin. Check your mezuzahs. Start eating a little more kosher. It's a Shabbos project this weekend. Keep Shabbos or at least a part of it. Do something of light. Add a chair at your table, but don't leave it empty. If you want a solidarity with the 240 or 230, whatever the most recent number is, captives, add a chair at your table and put somebody there, somebody who wouldn't have a place to go. Add light. Because the other side has no light. They could only add darkness. And light is so much more powerful than darkness. They might feel more powerful, if you go into a dark room and you strike a match you change the whole room small dark small light can combat a tremendous amount of darkness so in a world that seems to be dark let's first of all remember there's still a lot of light there's a lot of good people we have a lot of friends but more importantly we need to be our own best friend to each other, to ourselves and we remember there, there are bullies in the in the yard. But the way you deal with a bully is not by running to the corner and being afraid, but by standing them in the eye, staring at them, with not an ounce of fear in your heart, because you know that they're just a bully, and there's nothing other than that. Because someone who's a real character someone who has real strength doesn't have to bully I have three and a half thousand years I have nothing to apologize for and I will not be bullied never I don't care how many op-eds and I don't care what they say about me on the street or on social media I'm a Jew and I am eternal and I will live much longer than you because I'm here forever forever I am forever. Wishing you and yours a wonderful day. God bless you. I want to finish off the show with the song, Ani Yehudi. I am a proud Jew, from Mordechai Shapiro. Have a great day. God bless you. See you soon.